This is the end Hold your breath and count to ten Feel the earth move and then Hear my heart burst again For this is the end I've drowned and dreamed this moment So overdue I owe the Swept away I'm stolen Let the sky fall and it crumbles We will stand
past and into the present, into the dream of the future. Good morning, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Today is Thursday, January 18th, 2024. I'm Luigi with the American Branch of the Poll News Network. What are we going to talk about today? Today we're going to talk about, uh, I guess I'll do, uh, we're going to talk about huge happening, feds, you, ah, no, I'm going to fuck you, Jesse. I'm going to talk about that. Feeling sleepy, I don't, I just, wait, I don't even know. We, well, we'll talk about this thread that nobody, that one person replied to. S the Secret Service planted the J6 bombs. Yep, believe it, believe it, cool. Okay, now I'm going to move on to the what we're actually talking about today. What are we actually talking about today? We're going to talk about the Kali Yuga, the Age of Darkness, and embracing the Gaia Resonance. We're going to talk about embracing the Gaia Resonance. Kali Yuga, fucking uh, Saturn. We're going to talk about Saturn. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to talk about Saturn. Sorry, Molly Bisher. No Saturn today. No, I, well, fuck, maybe we'll get some Saturn. Maybe this guy will talk about Saturn. Oh, my God. Please, no. Please, no. <laughs> I didn't check this before. Sorry. Oh, my God. Holy fuck. He does talk about Saturn four times. Holy shit. You're going to get Saturn, Molly Bisher, if we watch... If we get it, maybe. Maybe you'll get Saturn. It's an hour long. We're definitely going to skip through some of this shit. Holy fuck. I definitely ain't going to have to make him sound somewhat chipmunk-like. I really... There's no news today. There's no fucking news today. The board's shit up by trannies and faggots and bots. So, fuck 4chan. We're going to go on you shit today and talk about this schizo fuck that has 10 million times more subscribers than Lou. Fun. Conditions. This is also equated with the Iron Age. And so I found the idea very mm -hmm, interesting. Mm -hmm. Of course, time was cyclical. And so... Yeah, yeah, time is a flat circle. Time is a flat circle. He is not wrong. Time is cyclical, yes. So I wanted to talk about this, my personal experience traveling the world, what I've seen, what I've learned. Of course, I'm not an old man, so I'm not as wise as I could be, but I'd like to offer you my perspective. Um, Please do. So, Kali Yuga is this idea that we are in this age of darkness. The the human spirit and soul has become the most corrupted or the most uh, materialistic, the less the least amount of um, the least connected. Not wrong. All of this is correct and accurate, and I love these old prophecies and stuff that people talk about. So all of this, dude, I am on board with all of this. Yes, Kali Yuga, the age of blah blah blah, whatever. Yeah, sure, I'm with all of this stuff he's saying right here. With divine source, and so there was this golden age where everyone was a god avatar everyone had christ consciousness god consciousness and then there was a slow uh, de-evolution towards a silver age where people still had soul consciousness uh, but the connection to god source creation was reduced and so when you're in this christ conscious state it's just you're just enacting the will of god whatever that may be and then soul consciousness that got reduced and then went to the bronze age soul consciousness and whatever consciousness. what the fuck is soul consciousness what is soul conscious i'm conscious of my soul See, when you're conscious of your soul, you enter another state of being. What are you fucking talking about? What are you fucking talking about? I hate when people do this. He's trying to sound all fancy and shit. When you're soul conscious, what do you when you're religious? Why don't you just say religious? Why are you trying to sound fancy? What are you fucking talking about? I get well, Lou, religious doesn't cover just religions that only count your soul or something. Shut up. Uh, which was, um, what was it? it was, uh, uh, you know, gold, silver, and bronze, and that was then even reduced even more now to the Iron Age or Kali Yuga, and so this idea that time was cyclical. So I have up here some images uh, to kind of discuss this in my own personal experience. Images of a cow, fuck yes, Jesus, and a cow, and some Egyptian shit, fuck yes, coquette. Awesome. Badger says, 
better than this dog shit. I've said he said we posted stuff for you to talk about in chat, Lou. And then I told Badger your stuff sucked. And then Badger said better than this dog shit. Yeah, well, go fuck yourself, Badger. In a, the most loving, kind way. I love you so much. Don't go fuck yourself. I, I'm just kidding. I'm playing with you. I'm playing with you. Don't do that. Don't do that. We're just playing. I love you. You're the most loyal friend ever. Thank you. Dude, some, sometimes, Badger, we have to watch schizo stuff that we don't like so that we can break it apart and find out what's wrong with it and what's right with it and what truths they're saying and what lies they're saying. Because it's not all lies. Not all of what he's saying is bullshit. Some of, most of it is. So what I've learned while traveling the planet. Uh, by the way, that's, this right here is actually me, Halloween 2020. Me, Halloween 2020. Wow, dressed as Jesus. Cool. <laughs> I knew it was you. I did. Yeah. You have a very Chad jawline line as well. Cool. Do, but we're using me as a representation for our current age. So here we have uh, a motif of a, um, of a cow from Varna, Bulgaria. Now Varna is along the Black Sea, and this was an Earth maybe 7,000 years ago. So this is like the Neolithic 5,000 BC, roughly. And uh, what's interesting is if you explore this part of the world, this in many ways is one of the like primary cradles of civilization. There's been continuous inhabitation around the Black Sea since the Neolithic and before. A lot of places on the globe, they have these big climate fluctuations, but because mm -hmm. of the Cool, people lived in the area. No shit, no shit. Like, dude, this guy's very smart and he's dumping, some, doing some knowledge up on us. Cool, I love you, bro. But what is, like, people lived there for a long time. Cool, move on. Carpathian Mountains, the natural geothermal activity in the area and the richness of the Black Sea and just the fertility of that part of the globe. It's in a mid-latitude, it's not too close to the equator, it's not too high up. This part of the globe has been continuously inhabited for a long period of time. You go to north up to like Lithuania, they have pre-Neolithic uh, pre settlements that they found up there and continuously inhabited all the way to the modern day. This is out of Varna though. Varna is interesting because it's the location of the oldest known goldsmithing on the planet and you can go to their museum there and look at what they made 7,000, cool. 8,000 years ago. And they have these incredibly intricate cool info. Uh, gold artifacts, these scepters and these religious artifacts. But a lot of pagan... This info is more interesting and more relevant. In, in Neolithic culture is defined by this worship of Earth, Mother Earth Goddess, and um, being thankful for the bounty that she provides. Also a lot, like the bull is a very important symbol of this. You can see this here, uh, you know, wonderful intricate detail with this. Uh, and society was simpler back in the Neolithic. If you go to these different museums, like I've been to a bunch of Neolithic archeology span museums around um, Europe and then also in North America. And if you go there, you won't see that much evidence of violence. Whereas if you go to uh, the later sections of those museums, all of a sudden it's swords and violence everywhere. And you get the history of things like the Crusades. So we'll talk about that. But if you look at these Neolithic sites, you really don't get this this like extreme violence. It seems to have been overall pretty peaceful and prosperous time. This of course coincides with the earth, its climate, uh, and a whole bunch of different factors. You look at the astrology of all this. Dude, you're trying to prove that it's been a time of peace by saying that this this one area has been relatively peaceful all the year. What about the fucking floods and all that shit? Are you just discounting all of that? What the fuck, dude? Okay. This, right? What age, astrological age was it in? So we're kind of talking about cycles of time here. But there's a very prosperous age, very peaceful age, very little violence. I mean, they had like copper swords. Sure. But if you look at them, they're actually quite small. You don't have these massive broadswords or anything. You have these small sure. copper knives and swords sure. that are useful for smaller tasks for like killing Big disagree, bro. Big disagree. Animal, right? Because you, you need to eat. So, but they weren't necessarily a warfaring culture. You get that starting with the Bronze Age. Um, and people started making proper bronze swords and iron swords and things like that. But during the Copper Age, you don't seem to have that warlike culture. They had swords, but they just weren't that long. They had swords, but they weren't that long, so they weren't using them as hard or as powerfully or something. It was just whatever. <laughs> what the fuck, man? But you have the most primitive, primitive religion. So here in this religion, uh, you can actually go to Varna where they did their religious ceremonies. There's these massive marble columns, and they buried their dead there with all this gold and everything. You can go there. It's just a train right away, and you can feel the energy in these sites. It's really intense. Like, it's still loaded with this energy. You can feel the mystical energy. Wow, I better go there and feel that fucking energy. I better, I better it's not... 
steam coming off the ground. Uh, but you don't have these elaborate like hieroglyphics of things of this nature or these very elaborate, um, as far as we know, systems of uh, religion organization like in Egypt, ancient Egypt. Uh, you have uh, this whole system of gods and deities and this passing of life and consciousness to uh, the divine ruler, the man closest to God. Uh, you know, he's, he's like a, a semi-god, a demi-god. Uh, so you get these more complex systems and you go... Dude, e Egypt's gods represent primordial aspects of stuff. So like Kek and Keket represent chaos in its like primordial form. It's, it's not really like they impose chaos or create chaos. It's like chaos exists. They are chaos. They are just, a, it's like a force of nature. Like light exists, like dark or whatever that each raw and Anubis, whatever the fuck, light and dark, whatever the gods are, whichever each, each primordial aspect has a God in Egypt. So I don't think what he said was completely accurate right there. All the way to like Christianity, it's very complex. But during the pagan Neolithic era, it was very simple for the most part. Uh, yes, there was some complexity, but overall, you had this simple. Dude, it is so fucking. What is, dude? It, it's it is more simple because times were simpler, but it's still pretty complex. I don't know about that. Religious system, and you had very little warfare and a lot of peace, and that sounds like an amazing place to be. Not of really. You didn't have technology like we do now, but right, they had in general, it seems, a very peaceful, prosperous time. Okay, so then. You yeah, so peaceful and prosperous. Fuck you, dude. The pre dude, the times we live in now are the most peaceful and prosperous times there ever have been. And you know why? Because of nuclear weapons. Humans have always been violent and evil. Okay, we always kill each other and we always do violence. It's a tale as old as time itself. As long as there have been humans, there's been violence. So if you say a time's been more peaceful than now, go fuck yourself. We're in the most peaceful time ever there ever has been because of nuclear weapons. You go to Egypt. I took this photo uh, from one of the tombs back in 23, went to Egypt in February, and you have Horus right here. Cool. Um, and this is kind of depicting like the- Dude, I want to go to Egypt. Dude, that'd be so cool. The, the bequeathing of Christ consciousness to like a paternal lineage. Uh, but we'll talk about this. So you have Horus, the sun god, and then you have him pushing an Ankh, uh, which represents life and consciousness, uh, like divine spirit to- Uh, 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 uh. One of the pharaohs. This is probably Ramses II. He was depicted everywhere, but there's so many pharaohs, it's hard to say. So here he's giving this this life, this consciousness to the pharaoh, who's, a, who's the, the human closest to God uh, in that system. And uh, what's interesting about this is that there is some some overtones still to like the ancient pagan earth goddess uh, traditions because Horus here, the sun god, he is the son of Osiris, and it, Osiris, his father, was killed. And so it was Isis who stole the power of the sun from Ra. She tricked him and then was able to resurrect Osiris for a night. They then had Horus and then she gave that power to Horus. So there's this transfer of power from the old to the new, from Ra to Horus Ra through Isis, which is that maternal lineage. Um, she was very much like a, I don't want to say witch, I don't want to say wizard, but a sorceress. Um, so you have this giving of the of life and Christ consciousness. If you go through these temples and these tombs and these pyramids in Egypt, it's a very simple language. I mean, there's a lot of detail here and some of the hieroglyphics, of course, you, like, you know, I can't read that. But a lot of the iconography is very simple to understand. So if you have a little bit of understanding of the cosmogeny for ancient Egypt and you go through these places and you spend time in those temples like I did for like nearly two weeks, you start to learn the very simple archetypes and the progressions um, that exist there. So here it's this like, God is creation, God is consciousness of everything, and you can have that too. Like now that's possible for you to have. Whereas here it was inherent. There's like people were already more in that God consciousness. They didn't need to be given it. They had it. Well, the, the Egyptian gods are are the primordial stuff. So like Ra's light and life or whatever. So he can give that to, uh, to humans and shit. It's, it's deities versus shittier gods. Um, and then you start to get this kind of corruption away from that. So the system becomes more complex, but people are getting more and more out of phase with being in God consciousness. So then you have this depiction like, oh, you can't achieve that here. You can't have that. You know, some God, Horus Ra will give this to you. And then you go into Christianity. And I'm not like digging on any of these religions here. I'm just laying out the framework, but you have now a more complex system. And uh, you had Christ about 2000 years ago. Uh, and of course there's a lot of information and stories about Christ, uh, how much of that is accurate. Uh, you know, the Bible's written well after the fact. 
Um, so regardless, you had this man was who was seen as being boring um, to a virgin and the son of God. And so he is God incarnate on this earth and then he died for our sins. So he took upon himself all the, the problems of humanity and then died for them, enabling this purification of humanity. And then he resurrected into his light body and then sent it up and now. Bless him. Yes. Best story ever told. Supposedly he's in the, the seventh dimension, seventh level of heaven or something of that nature, right? Um, and there's. What the, what the fuck? I don't remember that being in the Bible, but sure. So many anecdotal reports about people leaving their body and entering into a light body. Um, that there's probably something to that, okay? So, but just what the mechanism is, some quantum physics thing, right? Hard to say. But you have now this very complex system of Christianity. What? Quantum physics? What the fuck does quantum physics have to do with G? What the fuck? Where'd that come from? Quantum physics? When they shit? I hate that shit. I hate that shit with all my, my being. Quantum physics? Go fuck yourself. Uh, and you have this idea that uh, God incarnated on the planet and then he did all this stuff, right? And then now God is yeah. given through the Pope and then the priest and you have to go to the, the church to, to receive that holy influence. And then of course there's this evolution of Christianity. So that's Catholicism, but yes. Now you could uh, start to, you know, let's say pray at home and still receive the influence of God, but it's far different from here. I mean, here it just shows like, Horshaw was like, yo, there's consciousness, right? And then in the pagan tradition, it was just like a celebration of the earth and the bounty that she provides. It Dude, this is such a bad comparison, dude. This is so they're completely different religions, dude. They're completely different foundations. One, Jesus is the son of God coming after the Old Testament, dude. This one, it's it's not even about complexity. It's about they're completely fucking different. They're just way different. Oh, I'm going to fast forward on this shit. I want to see what this, what he's going to talk about with this next infographic. What is this? See you all in the chat. Thank you all so much for being here. We'll do a Q&A at the end. Um, this is really, I just kind of wanted to share some thoughts here. Um, and we'll look at some Schumann data later too. So I, I can actually kind of get some really interesting data out of Hungary. Some like crazy, we'll talk about earth resonance and how this is changing, how this affects all that, okay? So we'll get into that. Uh, but this right here is a very simple graphic showing potential. And you have negative potential, you have positive potential. This is kind of just basic physics. It sure. allows us to understand a little bit about what's happening. At least this sure. is my one framework I'm using to understand what's happening on our planet at this moment in time. Sure. So what we're having is a separation of charge. I mean, you can look at our political system. We can look at ideologies. We can look at all the things that are what happening, both in the public eye and then also behind closed doors sure. that are coming into light. I mean, we have Pluto moving into Aquarius soon, uh, Western Tropical Astrology. We have Pluto moving into a, what the fuck, who cares? So, go fuck yourself. And so there's already been all these things. If you look at, for example, Apple releasing their Vision Quest Pro, their headset, they released that when Pluto's Aquarius, like they announced it and they're releasing when Pluto's Aquarius. What the, what? What the fuck, dude, are, okay. Apple's releasing a headset, guys, and the date it's releasing on is coinciding with Aquarius. And it's really, are you fucking kidding me? What? This is the kind of shit I'm talking about. What does that have to, dude? People make the quest release dates, man. People do that. Maybe someone into astrology picked those dates for fucks, dude. I, what the shit? The ocu the fucking headset comes out on this day. What does that have to do with anything? What does the headset coming out have to do with your with your analogy? Because that's what this is—an analogy in any way. We fucking weird. Unneeded knowledge. Of course, like literally within two days afterwards. So they're timing that all for that. That's a 20 year cycle. They're hoping to get people strapped in and slaved up, right? It's like, you know, the first generation, maybe you're not using it that much, but then by Gen 5, you're literally on the couch all day with this thing in front of your face, right? There is so? an effort to like further enslave humanity. That's what I believe. So what that creates though. Okay. So maybe his whole point was <laughs> this headset is the enslavement of humanity and it coincides. The release coincides with Saturn. Dude, come on, bro. God, I hate this schizo shit so much. Like, that's a little reachy, bro. I would say it's, dude, I mean, I could I could point to so many other things that are the enslavement of humanity than Apple releasing a headset that they want to be popular, and I don't even think will be popular. <laughs> Holy shit. Hilarious. Wow. No, no, the 
iPhone headset is not the end of humanity and the enslavement of humanity. Sorry. I, I wish. There was this huge potential between the two, right? When, when you had some like, news stories in the newspaper back in 1900s, yeah, things could be really bad, but it was just like news. Now it's like the, 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 the extremes are so far apart from each other that you almost have to awaken, unless you really are clueless, ignorant, just maybe. What, did, dude, what is his analogy? Dude, what do you fuck? Dude, I was on board for you giving me an analogy of why the positive, negative, the flow states, like if there's too much positive, you have to flow in. Like this, this is what I thought in my, and where I was going in my mind, okay? He's gonna explain to me how there's too much there was too much good stuff, and now we need negative stuff to balance it out, or something along those lines. But he's not even, he's not, that's the, it's so simple, just say those words. There's a lot of shitty stuff happening because there was a lot of good stuff happening. That's a, what, what I think he's getting at, but goddamn does he take a long time to say it. A very young soul, you have just a totally different karmic timeline. Like, the, the, the duality, the juxtaposition of things is so strong that it creates an awakening, almost inherently, if you have, like, Two cents of common sense to you, right? Um, of course, things are non-dual. So, what the what the f I don't the duality of oh, let's try to rip apart what he's saying. So he's saying because of the 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 quest releasing, it's so bad and so horrible, and this being so bad is in such juxtap like such opposition to the good. They're just so out of bounds, dude. I mean. I would have used something like child fucking or baby rape. That's what I would have used for the the scale shifted. But I guess the I guess the 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 headset would is would work as well. I guess not the elites fucking children, but I, you know I, I, that seems like a big a way bigger weight to me. But uh, whatever. So this is the, the great separation then allows you kind of to see what's really happening at the center and comprehensively overall. Of course, this is a state that we're all, uh, maybe some people are in it all the time. Um, so everyone's at a different stage of their journey. But as you get these potentials to, to widen, to build, to increase, you get this inherent force pushing us towards awakening, towards ascension, etc. So this is like electromagnetic potentials here. And what, what, what the... F okay, so now he's saying the farther these are apart and the more whatever, the closer I am to awaken. What in the fuck are you even talking about, dude? The, the more extreme they are, the closer I am to awakening? What do you mean? The more good I am, the more bad I am, the closer I am to awakening, I can awaken an evil itself. You mean if I'm super negative, I can awaken an evil? Wow, cool. I can meet Styx's owl god? Is that what you're talking about? I don't even get what he's saying. Put the fucking vague ass shit. God, I hate this crap. And so, you know, electromagnetism is a force. It's just a, you know, a... Now we're into electromagnetism. Oh my god, are we into the harmonic resonance yet? The electromagnetism. Electromagnetism is a real force and it's scary and our planet has an electromagnetic field and it does kind of have a heartbeat to it. Yes, it, it pulses to the current of the magma that flows through the inner core of the Earth. Because the core of the Earth is liquid metal and it's huge and it's constantly shifting. When you have a piece of metal that big, it's magnetic. So yeah, we get a magnetic field like a giant, like the Earth is a giant magnet, but not really. It's kind of different. A force network. And so as you get more force here and more force there and opposite sides, they create stronger currents in between. And we are those currents, right? Like we, we are what separate those potentials. Um, and we're all- and, uh, and we get closer to awakening, the more evilly it gets. Different scales and different parts of these potentials, what we believe in everything for different things. But in general, um, I, I find that as these potentials grow, it's like becoming kind of impossible to, to not notice these things. I mean, for example, like the pandemic was so obvious. Like- Dude, that's so pretentious. Dude, what he's saying, if you really, it's so pretentious. So only us now 
were the truly enlightened ones. People back in the day, oh, they were idiots. They were simpletons. They weren't awakened. We had to wait until right now when the harmonic resonance was all the worst it could be. And now we're being awakened. Dude, go fuck yourself, bro. They were literally communing with God. They literally had Jesus walking the planet. And you're saying we're more awakened now? What are you talking about? Like this thing came out, not, not maybe initially, but then with like all the, the messaging that came out around it. I mean, A, like looking back at like flatten the curve, all that nonsense. But what really struck me with that is that people, they started to say that like natural immunity doesn't mean anything. Because I got this in February of 2020. So I was the most sick I've ever been in February 2020. And I've read a lot of research papers, done a lot of research. I've always been super in biology. I got like 99% in biology in high school. I love that class. Uh, well, I got like a lot of, I got really high in my socialism, socialist class of socialism where I learned to suck government dick. Go fuck yourself. You did homework like a fucking idiot. Idiot. Lou did no homework and passed. Get fucked. Always super interested into it. Um, so I've been, you know, learning this stuff for a while now. And so when they started coming out the headlines of natural immunity isn't a thing, it's like, there's something happening here. There's some agenda. So then you, I also. Dude, yeah, no shit. No shit. At least this guy is somewhat sane. Like, yeah, there's a dude. All of that was right on. Yeah. When they're telling you one thing and you know that natural immunity is real, you got you better scratch your head and be like, what are they trying to make me do? Yes, good. Right on, bro. Yes. A semblance of sanity in this Looney Tune brain. See, not everything people say is bad. Also, I had a little bit of insider knowledge, I guess you could say, based on the other shoe, um, but you, you can start. Oh, he was just, never, never mind. I take it back. He was literally just listening to what someone told him to say like a fucking sheep. Never mind. To see behind the, the curtain, and there's a lot of these things that happen and, and are happening. He literally had a kike friend that told him, don't take the shot. Wow. Yeah, you're so fucking smart. God, I hate these people. I mean, a new one for me is that I saw this UFO just like a week ago uh, driving north of Oakland on I-80. Just a square with this massive plasma engine. That's what it looked like. It was so bright. I've never seen anything like that. I know what a plane looks like. It was hovering. So we're seeing this expose of a lot of things that have been under wraps. And a lot of stuff wasn't necessarily hard to see. You just have to be a critical. We're seeing this expose of things that have been under wraps? What do you... F what the fuck, bro? Do this... I hate this. It's just all vague shit that doesn't rely. How do you ramble on for two hours? Dude, my show is an hour long every day of completely new subjects. This guy rambles on for two hours about nothing, just vague bullshit. There's very light pepperings of sanity, but God. Okay, let's find another infographic. I guess we're gonna talk about the, the resonance of the planet now. Let's go into that. It has an overall resonance, Gaia resonance. There's a larger resonance to the earth. For example, you have um, there interstellar is. space. And so let's go outside of our solar system. You have interstellar space. And there is a very low density plasma there. Uh, you know, this is all matter from different stars, mostly electrons and protons, mostly electrons. And it's there, it's slightly humming. It has a plasma frequency. Just like, it's like 3.5 kilohertz or so. It's like 3,000 hertz, roughly. But it's very, very weak, very weak. Uh, and then Do you even know what kilohertz and stuff is? It's a wave, it's a wave function. It's harmonic, it's, dude, wave. One thing that amazes me about the universe is how like almost everything is a wave of some type. Everything's a wave. Even light, light's like a wave particle. Okay, it's weird. But everything's a wave. It is so strange. Everything is a wave. And you go into the solar system. Of course, you have our, our sun, which is emitting energy all the time. This creates the interplanetary magnetic field, which has its own frequency and a you know, higher constant, higher density of matter, protons, electrons, different ions like uh, oxygen and helium and even iron. Uh, and they're all vibrating. So then you have that energy information field. Okay, which is more complex. And if you zoom out, you can imagine our solar system is like a little bubble humming along that's a little bit more vibratory than the interstellar bubble that it's in, right? Which, which so that's a bubble within the entire universe, based on our understanding. So you have this like this little bubble that's vibrating like this that has a consciousness to it. General resonance theory stipulates that anything that Okay, oh whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, I was on board with everything he was saying until he said it has a consciousness in it. I don't know if you guys caught that. 
Everything he was saying was fucking right on until he said it has a consciousness on it. And then he just skipped right over that. Whoa, whoa, buddy. Whoa, you can't just you can't just implant consciousness into a fucking solar system, okay? You can't do that. I personally have headcanon that everything is just kaleidoscopes in on itself. So the smaller you get, it just turns into another universe. You know, you go you go small enough down, it's just gonna turn into a you're gonna go into our universe. And it'll go into another universe. It's just a fucking a periscoping forever and on itself infinity kind of thing. But to fucking just state that the solar system has consciousness without saying it's your opinion or giving us anything. Uh, okay, that's a bit of a stretch. My race has a consciousness. This is what I believe. It makes sense. Do you even see things like animals becoming more conscious right now? Like I just watched a video last night of this squirrel. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're seeing things like animals becoming more conscious? Dude, come the fuck on, dude. This can be explained just through evolution. Dude, I'm not not even through crazy shit, just through evolution. Dude, if there's squirrels around you and it's more beneficial for them to be cute and intelligent and it makes them survive longer, then that's what will be bred into them. So that's what you'll see. I don't even... He's gonna say, oh my god, animals are becoming more conscious. Uh, let's see. Oh, that cleaned up a shed. It, like every night, this guy, this guy makes a mess in a shed. The squirrel like cleans it up. It spends. Oh my god, the squirrel's cleaning things. Dude, go fuck yourself, man. Animals do weird shit. Animals do hide nuts. Was the squirrel cleaning things or was it putting stuff in hidden locations? Dude, come on. Go fuck yourself. It's night, like cleaning up. Luke says, Lou, this guy is super schizo. Dude, this guy is less schizo than Molly Bisher. Dude, this guy is super schizo. Dude, everyone's fucking super schizo. This is just one of million. Dude, this is one of the lesser schizo people. This guy was bearable to me. I liked this guy a little bit. And I agree with some of the stuff he's saying. A lot of times I don't agree with any of the things some people are saying. I haven't looked at Molly Bisher's shit in a while. I don't even think, has Molly Bisher even released anything? The real Niggy Mother Saturn Slayer. Hi, Molly. I haven't watched Molly's videos in a while. Oh my God, look, Molly Bisher talked about it. Look, Boogoo, you wanted someone to talk about it. Here we go. How many of you remember this bullshit? Y2K, you remember that? If you're old enough, you remember it. Oh, all the... I talked about Y2K. I talked about that in reference to the Cali thing. Computers are gonna crash. Wow. Oh, roll low. They, they'll, they'll roll over and go back to z year zero. But they Molly Bisher really likes this guy, so she reposts his videos. I don't know how she has a whole trove of his videos. It's weird. I'm not gonna watch his stupid video. Wow. Nice editing, Molly. Way better. Elshnorn. Wow, base, that's my deck. I use the Elshnorn deck. Molly. See, Molly's all into this schizo shit. Molly's got it down. Absolute submission. That's from, that's from Kill Our Kill. Holy fuck. Molly Bisher's nose, man. Molly Bisher's actually nose. Holy fuck. I'll give you an updo, Molly. Holy fuck, 28 down dudes? God, Molly, they hate you. Kill Our Kill's awesome. Evan, get jelly on. Evangelion! This is this whole video? Wow, it's just anime imagery. Why do you do this, Molly? Give me some talking, motherfuck. So here, this, so if we go back to the mad- Talk, Molly! So for those that are new to my channel, please visit my website blog so you can become familiar 
with my Niggy universe and why I say Niggy in front of every word. I love your Niggy you, universe, uh, Molly. If I sound a little bit stuffed up, I'm still, <coughs> I'm still getting over a cold, so I apologize. In wow, I got over a cold in like three days, Molly. I was fasting as well, no food. Maybe it gives me strength or something. I don't yes. know. I apologize in advance. All right. Fuck you, Molly. Right, sure Apology not accepted. Page over here. God damn it, Molly. What happened to the editing? What happened? You were editing these, Molly. What happened? You edited one video? Is it that? I do it every day, Molly. Every single day. I, I edit the videos. What? Ed, cut all of this out. Most of it. What is this, Molly? It's... Cut this out, Molly, for fuck's sake. That is borderline disturbing. Borderline. Oh, Molly's. Do Molly's investigating the Kaikish rape tunnels? Disturbing. Let's watch that again, shall we? Let's have a look at that again. Yeah, let's watch it again. Wow, Molly's getting more based, I'm telling you. Molly's waking up. Or maybe it's all a, it's maybe it's all a play, Niggy. Niggy would be like, Lou, don't believe it. Molly's tricking you. It's, she doesn't really believe anything. She has no beliefs. I know. It's okay, Niggy. Let me have faith in people, Niggy. Let me have faith. Whatever. I don't I don't know what I was going to go with this. I was going to bash Molly, but she's bashing kikes, so I can't really... Someone's bashing kikes, so I can't really... I hope Molly's bashing kikes. Maybe she's not. I don't... I'm not really going to go into it. I don't care. I don't... The point is, there's people much schizo error. Let's look at this guy. Eternally go on. Well, that's kike. That's a kike. Material level. Of that's a kike. Look at reality. that kike. And, and that's actually the most. Holy fuck! Listen to what this kike has to say about reality and how everything. Oh my gosh! I've never seen more. Mention some of the large Jewish cycles, the kalpas, the day of Brahma, the Manvantars, which last the Moonvantar. The what? Mm -hmm. And then each Manvantar is made of a cycle of 70. Each Munventar is made of a Bunventar, and each Bunventar is a subspecies of a Pufatar and a Pompous. One Yugas. Mm -hmm. 71 cycles of four Yugas. Mm -hmm. So the first Yuga is called Satya Yuga. It's an age of truth harmony and people according to the Puranas during the Satya Yuga they live for a hundred thousand God dude people take so long to get to the fucking point of shit okay we were in a good period and now we're in a bad period wow holy fuck I just summed up a 20 minute video we're in a we were in a good period now we're in a bad period and it was it there was a thousands of years in between the periods yeah fuck okay cool that's interesting. Stop putting all the schizo shit around it. Uh, when a whale dies there, they uh, build a fire where the heart of the whale was cool. when it was in, in its body. And I don't even know what I'm getting into. They they build a fire around the whale's heart. Fucking based, whoever this is, based. They dance and sing. Is that right? Around the rib cage of the whale. Is that right? Yes. And the name uh, of fire and heart are the same word right. in their language. So we are, it's called, it's the, they call it the fire of the heart, the frequency of the heart. It's lovely. And we're in it because we're burning away all of this shit and detritus that no longer serves us. And 
I know about shit and detritus. I was born into it. And, and <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that's his fringe Illuminati bloodline and, coursing and, through his blue veins. <laughs> and it's taken me all of these years to finally be given a... Dude, look at this dude. He literally has like silk wear that he's wearing. He has like, dude, this dude is full Islam. This motherfucker is full Islam. Full mystical Islam. You know, enough kind of flailing around <laughs> in the darkness to be shown where the light switch is. Beautiful. And this is part of it. Well, I I, 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 I I pledge here with forthwith and herein uh, where I pledge forthwith and herein. I pledge forthwith and herein. I pledge to you, good sir, that when you do I fall pledge. off your stool, which will definitely happen before I do. I will light a fire in your rib cage and Thank dance you. around it. That's what, that's in my <laughs> ha -ha, well my, uh, said, uh, man. Yeah, well said. Very good. Thank you, Kim, for that. Very beautiful. All right, friends. Uh, we're going to trigger now. I believe Christy is about. This guy's a toothpick, and also he dyes his hair. He dyes his hair. To trigger Dave Emery's message to this broadcast. Pay good attention, children. <laughs> The Lazarus Initiative. Cool sounding. I'm gonna rise from the dead or something. Beyond the Kali Yuga. So thank you, Sasha, for inviting me um, to talk about this. Uh, it's a fascinating. Um, it's a fascinating topic, and um, it's it's a countdown to something. And I wonder. Oh my God! It's the countdown. I was so hyped. I was like, yes, finally I can get on board. I'm kind of into what he's saying. It's the countdown to something. <laughs> Please elaborate more. It's it's a countdown to something. And I wonder what it might be. Now, the thing about um, humanity is that, um, and I'm included, of course, in that, in, and I'm very pleased to say, that humanity has always been fascinated by dates, times, numbers, events. Dude, god damn these people. Bro, come the fuck. Just say something substantive. Fucking god damn. God, I'm just so tired of all of this. I'm so tired of all of this. So tired of it. It's from my higher self, which is in a different universal space. And oh my god. Holy fuck what I get into. Tea time on Sunday next week. You know, I don't know, and I don't think that anybody does. But what I can say is, from all the studies that I've made, and from a lot of the downloads that I get from my higher selves, and I don't do channeling, but I do get a lot. From the downloads I get from my higher selves. You were saying that other guy before I was watching was schizo? Lots of downloads from my higher self, which is in a different universal space, and which is much more in line than does activate and, and learn many more new things than I do. Although I'm saying part the, of. What, what the fuck does this have to do with Kali Yuga? You communicating with yourself in other dimensions? Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. What's that have to do with Kali Yuga and the universe of time rolling over and something happening? That's something we don't know what it is, but it's gonna be something. Dude, I hate this shit. I hate this shit. I hate that Kali Yuga is sullied, is corrupted by these people. I hate that the resonance thing is corrupted by these people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about and just want to scam people. This dude talks about communion with his other 
self in a fucking universe, dude. Go get go get a fucking examined by doctors, dude. Are you having psychotic episodes? Communing with yourself? Are you doing it through dreams? If you're if you're doing it in dreams, okay, you're interpreting dreams. Give me a fucking heads up about that. Don't tell me you're communicating with yourself. Say, you know, I have dreams where I see myself tell me things. That we, but that would make you sound like a Looney Tune. And you don't want to sound like Looney Tune. You want to sound like you know what you're talking about. So I talk with myself in other dimensions, and I'm not as Looney Tune. I'm just Looney Tune in a different way. It's this is just so tiresome. Prove to me you could talk to yourself in another fucking universe. You can't. Spoilers, you can't. Nothing you could say could prove it. Spoilers. God. All that you have to do. Because you see, you have a parallel self, a parallel universe. That's the masculine. We exist on the particle feminine universe. Here, it's feminine part. We live on the feminine universe? What the fuck is this retard talking about, dude? Dude, fuck all of these people. This is what I'm talking about, man. You have to... Kali Yuga's profaned by these people. Kali Yuga is something... There is soul... There is substance there. There's substance in Kali Yuga. In the timeline shifting over, in one having good things, one having bad things, one having... Being worse than the other one. There's stuff in there. But none of these people are talking about that. They're all talking about parallel selves and other universes. They're talking about fucking positive and negative terminals that somehow being super powerfully aligned or making us transcend ourselves. Listen, I mean, what the fuck, dude? Just talk about Kali Yuga in, in substantive ways. What? This period of Kali Yuga was really good. This period of Kali Yuga is going to be really bad. We need to prepare for it. Maybe that's what you should be talking about. I, just fuck more substance, less bullshit. Hard R says, did he just assume the universe is gender? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm done with this, man. I don't even, there's nothing substantive to even talk about. 4chan sucks right now. It's just being shit up by trannies and bots. And the mods are trying, the mods are trying, but the mods, I, I don't know. The, the mods are, pay faggots aren't protected anymore. Pay faggots, pay piggies, the... 4chan pass users don't get a, a free pass from bans anymore. They're getting banned. That's why Elsa of Arendelle hasn't posted as much. It also might be the trannies being against 4chan also might be why 4plebs is down right now. Because a lot of my show is going to have to do with 4plebs articles and they're all down. So I can't talk about any of them and I can't even go to the site because it fucking plasters your IP right on the fucking front of it. Dumb. Stupid. Luke says, you know how shit 4Cuck is? May I suggest another image board populated by new gods? If you're talking about the Soyjack board, go fuck yourself. Dude, I love you, Luke. Go, dude, I, I'm sorry I tell my friends to go fuck yourselves. I do it in the in the most loving way possible. I love you guys. You're not going to agree with everything I say. But, dude, that, that board is basically an offshoot of Qua. And Qua was where PNN threats were getting pushed to to punish us, bro. So if you want to punish me... By sending me to a Qua Soyjack infested board, I'm sure I can find gems, but no thanks. No thanks. And I don't like other boards, dude. I've never liked other boards. I've always been a 4chaner, man. I like 4chan. I live and die with 4chan. I always have. Whenever new boards came up, I just never liked them. Like 420chan a little bit. Chan-chan a little bit when I was all into all the Chan drama and Lowly Chan and shit. But no, dude, it's always been 4chan. It's always been shit, but 
Now it's like botted tranny shit. There's so many trannies on here. There's so many Jews. It's like the Jews and the trannies outnumber the regular Anons. And the regular Anons just aren't even going to 4chan anymore. I don't... And I think the mods are starting to see it. I think the mods are starting to fucking see it. Like your board is getting like the the board's always shit, man. The the board's always been an ocean of piss, but now shit's starting to stream into the ocean of piss, and it's becoming nigh unusable. It's we're getting to desu desu levels of shit. So clean it up. They cleaned up. De they they fixed desu desu. The the Jannies made pull and fixed desu desu. So. Figure it out, man. Figure it the fuck out. Have a goddamn round table with all the goddamn minds of 4chan, the fucking super, your super intelligent faggots, rape ape. Figure it the fuck out, rape ape. I know, I don't know how I know, but I just know rape ape's like the sole person holding everything to fucking gather. There's a reason he gets paid. There's a reason his name was rape ape, and now it's grape ape. And dude's probably a tranny too. Like, you guys probably wouldn't like him. He's probably, dude. Everyone on 4chan, you guys don't understand, okay? 4chan was originally left-wing. 4chan turned right-wing. So I guarantee you every one of the mods that's there right now was originally extremely left-wing. So if any are right-wing now, I don't know, I'd be surprised. But I mean, just assume trannies and faggots. I don't know why, but I have hope for rape bait. Weird. Bash, he says, I remember the first time I gave Lou $148.88 since you spazzed, and he said, fuck you. Then he said, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I do. Sorry. Fuck you. In the most loving way possible. I don't agree with you. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. That's my degrading comment. Fuck off. I like saying fuck. I like, dude, guys, I don't think I've, I'm going to end the show. We'll end the show with a little Lou life story. You want to know why Lou cusses so much and why Lou's show has so much profanity in it? It's because when Lou was in middle school, I think I was in like seventh or eighth. I think I was in like ninth grade, honestly, like almost into high school, bro. I was such a straight edge kid. I was so straight edge. I was raised by a single mother. Dude, I was really shy. Just imagine the little shy straight edge kid that doesn't want to break the rules. That was me. Plus, plus add autism and retardation in there. <laughs> Slip on a banana peel, hit his head on cement. This is what happens to Lou. He gets a little retarded. For, the, for those that don't know the origin story of Lou and his superpowers, where the cuss it comes from. I was a super good boy. I was a super good boy. I was a super good boy. And one of these kids that was like a cool kid in the class, and he, dude, he took pity on me. Thinking back, he must have pitied the fucking shit out of me. Because he was trying to open up to me a, a little. Because I think, do people just like me? Because I'm just a nice guy. And I think he just pitied me a little bit and we were all just hanging out and they're all cussing and stuff. And I said some fluful dooful shit. And he's like, why don't you cuss? I'm like, what? Well, just because you're not supposed to. And he's like, why? Why aren't you supposed to? And I said, well, I, I don't know. They told, they tell me I'm not supposed to do it. I'm like, and then he's like, yeah, but like, why? And I was like, uh, I, I don't know. Cause I'm not, and he's just like, yeah, just say fuck. I was like, fuck. He's like, yeah, feels good, doesn't it? I'm like, yeah. He's like, there you go. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. He, like, he blew my mind, man. He blew my mind. He blew my mind. That kid blew my mind. It was like 8th or ninth grade or 7th grade or something. I don't know what. It was It was 7th, 8th or ninth grade. It was late, bro. I'm a late bloomer, man. I'm, I told you, I slipped on a banana pill. I hit my head. I'm retarded. 
I'm literally retarded. I'm socially awkward and retarded. I developed slow. But yeah, I just... It's like, it was like when he said that, when he, when he did those words and they got me to say it, it's like, dude, it's like this invisible lock was just pried off of my brain and I was free. I was free and I could f just cuss and say what I want. Dude, that was like the first moment of brainwash lifting, the brainwashing lifting. That was the first moment of that. It was incredible. And that's why I cuss so much. Buckety fuck fuck. Just, I don't know. I love it. It makes you feel good. I connect with it on a fundamental level. Anyways, that's the show. Please like, comment, subscribe. Don't cut your dick off. Don't cut your dick off. Don't cut your dick off. Don't get a dick. This is actually a woman. If someone was asked, someone was talking about female to male trannies earlier. He's like, like, Lou, what about female to male trannies? Lou? Well, this. This. Why? 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 For those listening, be glad. It's the picture of a of a surgical of someone who got the skin removed from their arm to make a fake dick, and it looks horrifying. It looks like stuff of nightmares. Oof. Oof. Anyways, that's the show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Please like, comment, subscribe. Have a wonderful day. No news today. No news day. There's no news days. You want new, you want shows every day, you're going to get no news days. Lou's going to have to find stuff to fill the void. We're going to get schizo. Someone wanted me to talk about Hyperborea. They wanted a Hyperborea episode. Super comical racism episode, maybe. Maybe. Femoid says, Kikes groomed tomboys and we got female to male. Dude, the loss of tomboys is felt to this day. Rest in peace, tomboys. We miss you. That's it. Bye. Thanks to all the members on Odyssey. Thank you very much. You're the best. I love you the most. <laughs> More than non-member people. You're the best. I like Mooney. Lou likes Mooney. I gotta rub the, I gotta do the... Lou likes Mooney. Gotta do that. I hope it's catching the hand rubbing. I hope it's catching the. Please catch the hand rubbing. Please. Thanks, Attack Manlet. Thanks, Scrappy Bear. Thanks, Flog and Napkins. Thanks, Fashy Chad. Thanks, Nagru. Thanks, Clown World Archive. Thanks, Prompt Pirate. Thanks, Sakura. Thanks, Dio. Thanks, Boo. Thanks, No More. Thanks, everybody that's a member. Thank you very much. Thanks no more for being a $20 member. Thank you. Incredible. Awesome. I appreciate all the members very much. I will have more. I don't like doing member only content. I hate it. I hate it. And I told Plan World Archive, I hate it. But I will do real life collage, clip collages of real, like real life Lou shit for members on Odyssey. So there'll be that. Thanks, guys. Love you. Bye. I want to say one other thing about Trump. We've been going very hard on Israel for the past year, past year and a half. And a lot of people point out the obvious, which is that Donald Trump is a huge supporter of Israel. And a lot of people say, well, why do you support Trump? You are harshly critical of Israel, but you are hugely supportive of Trump, and Trump likes Israel and supports Israel. So how do you square that? One. 
And this is point number one, which is maybe the easy, you know, we could get into some complex stuff, but I'll just say this to begin with, the Israel lobby backed everybody else this year. Ron DeSantis, before he announced in May of last year, flew to Israel and had dinner with Miriam Adelson. And if you don't know, Miriam Adelson is the widow of Sheldon Adelson, who is one of the single biggest donors in the history of American politics. He gave something like half of a trillion dollars, okay? Half of a trillion dollars to the GOP in the last 15 years. From 2010 onward, he spent hundreds of billions of dollars every cycle to reshape the GOP into a pro-Israel party. That's why so much of the GOP is like crazy pro-Israel in the last 15 years because there is this glut of money. Sheldon Adelson made his money in casino gambling in Macau and other places, so there's a Chinese connection there as well. He's from like Massachusetts. And there was a big, he died, I think one or two years ago. Time Magazine did a huge profile on him when he died. Everybody should go and read it. And it talked about how he was a single issue voter. He lived and died for Israel. When he died, they shipped his body to Israel on a private jet. And his body was greeted on the tarmac by the prime minister of Israel, Bibi Netanyahu. And he was buried in Israel. So that's what he was about. He spent $100 billion in 16 for the Republicans. He spent $100 billion in 2018. He spent $100 billion in 2020. Okay? This is a single-issue voter. Or, I'm sorry, $100 billion. $100 million. I got... I'm dang, I'm, I, okay. It's early in the morning, okay? He spent $100 million, and it was half of a billion dollars over the past. Not half a trillion, half a billion when I was saying that, I was like, that can't be quite right. Half of a billion dollars over the last 10 years, $100 million in 16, 18, 20, $100 million. And that, not $100 billion, that would be crazy. Hun that doesn't even make any sense. $100 million in every cycle. That's a, that's a bad mistake. But you get the point. It's a lot of money. At that point, he spent $100 million in 16, $100 million in 18, $100 million in 2020. This is Shell Nadelson. Since he died, his wife, Miriam Adelson, has managed his estate, and she continues the giving. And understand that we talk about the Israel lobby, Adelson is a huge part of it, monumental part of the Israel lobby. And he gave, he initially didn't support Trump, but he wound up giving money to Trump in 16, and to the Republicans in 18, and to Trump again in 20. But last year, Ron DeSantis flew to Israel. He did a three-city trip before he announced. He visited Israel, London, and South Korea. And when in Israel, guess who he had dinner with? Miriam Adelson, as well as two other big Zionist Jewish donors. And so when you look at this interregnum period between Trump 2020 and Trump 2024, Basically, the entire GOP establishment was looking to overthrow Trump. In 2020, they had to support him because he was the incumbent. There was no primary. And they had to support him because he was going to cut taxes and he was going to support Israel, more so than Biden. So they reluctantly supported him in 16, although some didn't. 
they basically universally supported him in 2020, reluctantly. But when he left office, they immediately flipped. And so Wall Street, led by Ken Griffin, threw their support behind DeSantis publicly. They went and talked to the press and said, we're going to support DeSantis. Trump is too controversial. Wall Street's behind DeSantis. And so did the Israel lobby. And when they thought DeSantis was going to be the guy to challenge Trump, they were giving him all the money. When it was clear that DeSantis was not performing well, he was actually just crashing in the polls, they all flipped their support to Haley. And so now the Israel lobby and Ken Griffin and Wall Street is behind Haley. So that's number one. People say, how do you support Trump when he supports Israel? Well, take a look at the money because the Israel lobby supports DeSantis and Haley. Point number two, take a look at the rhetoric. When Donald Trump is asked about Israel, specifically during the Gaza war, what did he say? He said Hezbollah is smart. And he said that Netanyahu is a traitor and didn't protect their people. That's not how an Israel shill talks. When he was asked in 2016 what he would do about Israel-Palestine, he said he would make a deal that works for both countries. At his first press conference with a foreign head of state when he was elected, in January or February 2017, he had his first joint press conference with Netanyahu. And what did he say? He turned to Netanyahu and looked at him and pointed and said, you need to take it easy on those settlements in the West Bank. Among the first things that he did in 2017, in April, he ended America's support for regime change in Syria. Because between 2011 and 2017, the Obama administration supported overthrowing Assad in the Syrian civil war. Of course, that was completely consistent with Israel's long-standing objective of destabilizing Syria. They wanted to first overthrow Saddam, and then they wanted to destabilize Syria. So they overthrew Saddam in 2003. In 2011, Obama began the withdrawal. And then the Syrian civil war started and we began to intervene along with Turkey and Saudi Arabia and others to support a, a moderate opposition, the Kurds, ISIS. And one of the first things Trump did in April 17 was to, and this was when Tillerson was Secretary of State, Nikki Haley actually was the UN ambassador. They ended the policy of regime change and said that they would prioritize defeating ISIS, which they did in several months. So when you look at the rhetoric, the rhetoric of Trump is not the rhetoric of somebody that is completely in the pocket of Israel. Listen to Nikki Haley if you want to understand what someone who is in the pocket of Israel sounds like. When she gets asked about Israel and Gaza, she doesn't say Hezbollah is smart and Netanyahu didn't protect Israel. She says, we need to do three things. We need to give Israel what it wants, when it wants it, no questions asked. Israel doesn't need America. America needs Israel. That's what someone who's in the pocket of Israel says. And maybe you think the distinction is subtle, but it's really not. And then thirdly, I would say the foreign policy in general. Say what you want about Trump and his support for Israel. Let's break it down by what he actually did. He did nothing. What were the big concessions that Trump granted to Israel? One, he moved the U.S. Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, which has really 
not a big deal. Want to know why? Because we already have a consulate in Jerusalem. And that is the capital of Israel. So, I mean, we can say that that was something, but I mean, really, that's a formal move. It's not substantial. Because you can say, well, Jerusalem's contested, and, and East Jerusalem's contested, that's true. But America already has diplomatic buildings in Jerusalem. We conduct business in Jerusalem. And by the way, the United States has said we have promised that we would recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel for 50 years. Every president promises to do it. Every president, they have to do it by law. But every president signs a memorandum every six months to defer that. That's what every president has done, I think, for since the 67 war, is uh, there's a legal obligation that we have to move the embassy, but every six months, the president signs a waiver that says, we're going to defer that until later. Every president does it. So this is something that was basically a legal and a political reality, and Trump just did it. And, and so this was something that was a change in name only. It's like they just put embassy on the title of the building in Jerusalem. And I'm not trying to downplay it. All I'm saying is George W. Bush invaded Iraq. Trump moved the embassy. Like, let's put things in perspective. That's one. What else did he do for Israel? He recognized the Iranian Revolutionary Guard as a terrorist group. Okay, so what? The State Department terror list is not, I mean, that doesn't really mean anything at all. Iran was already under a sanctions regime. We call the RGC terrorists Big Whip. These groups get taken, put on, and taken off all the time. Now they're going to put the Houthis on a terror watch list tomorrow. Whoa, like, we're bombing them. We're bombing them right now. We've been bombing them for seven years. We bombed them with Saudi Arabia for seven years, between 2015 and 22. And I think Trump took them off to make a, a ceasefire deal with them in Saudi Arabia. We're putting them back on. We called the Uyghur Muslims terrorists until 2020 when we decided we're going to war with China. Before that, the East Turkestan revolutionaries were terrorists, according to the State Department. Now they're not. Okay, so what? Well, what else did Trump do? He recognized Israel's sovereignty over the Golan Heights. Again, big whip. They had... They have had sovereignty over the Golan. It's disputed by Syria. But you know what? Like, 20% of Syria's territory is disputed right now. They're in the middle of a civil war. They're a failed state. Now, would I do these things? I wouldn't. But when we talk about the Trump relationship with Israel, we have to talk specifically about that relationship. We have to get into the details. And when you look at the money, the rhetoric, the policy, what this tells us is that Trump seems to have a provisional contingent relationship with the Israel lobby, which is that the Israel lobby is a political reality on the Republican side. They provide huge money. And it seems like it's almost a necessity that, that the president isn't opposed to the Israel lobby. And I would say that Trump's relationship with the Israel lobby is the same kind of tenuous provisional relationship that he has with all the other donors, which is it's a deal. He's not a puppet. It's a trade. He got $100 million in 16. He got $100 million in 18. He got $100 million in 2020. And in exchange, all he had to do to keep Israel happy was a lot of formal stuff. 
We're going to say Golan is Israel's. We're going to say Jerusalem's the capital. We're going to say the IRGC are terrorists. M what else did he really do? Abraham Accords. But all those states had already normalized ties. What did he have to do to get the Gulf states to agree? Bahrain, Emirates. What did he have to do to get Morocco and Sudan to agree? Nothing really all that material. And you compare that to a real president who's in the pocket of Israel. George W. Bush went to war in Iraq, okay? War in Iraq, war in Afghanistan. What did Obama do? Bomb Pakistan, overthrew Gaddafi, attempted to overthrow Assad, bombed Yemen, and Trump, what is the legacy of Trump? Trump negotiated Abraham Accords. Trump allowed Assad to remain in power, defeated ISIS, initiated the withdrawal from Iraq, initiated the withdrawal from Afghanistan, initiated the withdrawal from Syria. So to me, I think that's an acceptable policy. Everybody always likes to say, well, you're an anti-Semite. Well, how do you support Trump? And they think that's like checkmate. And if you're an idiot, it's a checkmate. There might seem to be a contradiction, but when you look at it closely, it's not there.